Good Friday evening, and welcome to another fourth edition of the Gift of Gab with GNC. I am Chris, as with me, with me, sorry, I keep fucking that up. With me, as always, is Gary. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I wasn't sure if you meant you fucked up who the other person was, or... <laughs> no, I just keep fucking that, that, that intro up. If you listen back, I always fuck that intro up. Really? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I always thought you kind of had a nice, smooth kind of entrance for the beginning of the show. I always, I don't know, you're pretty professional. No, I always seem to mess that up. I don't know. I, go. <laughs> I got I to gotta listen back, but I'm pretty sure I fucked it up. All right. Well, we are here now. And thank you for that introduction. Thank you very much. No problem, buddy. How, how are you doing tonight? Not so bad. Not so bad. I, I have to start off the show uh, with a little thing. Last week, I don't know how I misheard you, but you said Jonathan Samuels. And I guess I misheard the John. I didn't hear the Jonathan part. I heard Samuel, and I kept saying Samuel. So, Jonathan, I apologize for the mix-up on your name there, first of all, because uh, long-time friend, listener, which is awesome. We love that you're listening to our show, so thank you. And uh, I apologize for missing who you were, Jonathan. So that, I had to get that. Out. And then next, th- this, this is upsetting, and then you and I talked about this. A couple of uh, deaths uh, in, in, uh, in, the, in the world of fame and celebrity. Yeah, so... Um... A few celebrities have died, like, just this week. So please go ahead and list them for us. Okay, well, I'm going to start. Uh, th- this is no particular order other than sentimental value for me is uh, I was a big fan. I, as you were, Blue Peter, the lead singer of that, Paul Humphrey, has died. Uh, I'm going to play a little little snippet here. Blue Peter. Okay, I cannot hear it. Oh, damn. I thought you could hear that. Oh. Blue Peter, one of my favorite songs, Don't Walk Past. But the, the lead singer died young, 61. I had some sort of uh, uh, long ailment, uh, and he passed away suddenly uh, on today's yesterday. So very sad. Maybe somebody finally walked on past, and that was enough. <laughs> that was enough. That just <laughs> could be. Yeah, it was hard for him to take, for sure. And then DMX. Now, this one just hit me. You just told me this like two minutes before going to air. Yes. I'm, su- yeah, I'm surprised you weren't all over that. I know you're a, per- well, I, I know I'm a big fan, but I know you're a fan of his music. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I'm a big fan on, on Facebook. I, you know, I spend a lot of time on it. And I did not hear one word of DMX passing. Well, I, I think there was a little question on if he had passed. He had gone into the hospital, and then I think people were early reporting he had died. So then that caused some controversy or confusion, and then he passed uh, today at 50. I thought DMX was seriously 50 years old when I started listening to him like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, he definitely – yeah, he, well, I, I didn't know him. I, I knew the one song, Ryder. Um, is that it was that was the title, right, Ryder? Uh, I think it was called Rough Rider. Rough, yes, Rough Rider, and it, it sampled the Night Rider theme. That was the only real song I knew of his. I had to actually go back and listen a little bit to uh, hear some more of his stuff. I really liked him actually, but now they go back and hear his stuff, and I knew more than I thought. But not a huge fan. But yeah, he definitely looked older when I looked at his picture. He was born December 18th, 1970. Interesting. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm older than DMX. Who knew? 
I did. <laughs> you knew I was older. <laughs> so there was another one. Um, I believe um, we used to watch this guy on TV quite a bit. Like, you know, I mean, like growing up, we grew up with this guy. So what was his name? Prince Philip. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Tom Gibney. <laughs> yes, sorry. We grew we grew up watching Prince Philip. Are you serious? <laughs> I wasn't sure how big of a royal watcher you were. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, Tom Gibney. Oh my God, he was huge. CFTO News, six o'clock news. I loved. He was him and Dave Duvall. It was funny, like. It was, I don't know if it was just because there wasn't a lot of options for local news other than probably Gord Martineau, I guess. I never really liked Gord Martineau. But, yeah, uh, Tom Gibney, he was like, to me, he felt like one of those real professional, you know, you listen to this guy, you're getting legit news, you know? Yeah, he was a staple, I think, in our, our household. I remember my parents listening to uh, Tom Gibney, CFTO News, and definitely Dave Duvall doing the weather and – yeah, I totally remember that. Oh, yeah. Up. But you you mentioned something which is funny that I forgot when we were chatting about him passing was the Dave Duvall writing backwards. He used to write backwards on that board. And I was like, I don't know why, but I was, I was totally amazed by how, how easily he could do yeah. it. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. I was always shocked. <laughs> I'm like, is this guy writing with a magic pen? Because he's blowing my fucking mind right now. <laughs> it was it was pretty cool for sure. Obviously, way before any digital stuff, he was, yeah, drawing suns and clouds and lightning and all that kind of stuff. And then I think did he? I can't remember if he wrote. Did he write the name of the you know like a a, a low coming in? Did he write letters and words? Yeah, I, I believe so. In it was a clear screen and he used like a like a white marker or something right do you remember yeah i remember them being different colors so if it was like you know a high pressure or something was was red and yellow was something else right yeah right yeah and this guy just i mean i wow well, he's obviously a trained professional but i mean he just blew me away i was just i i mean he made the weather seem interesting if that was at all possible to do. Well, yeah, because it, it also kind of felt like you were getting a little bit of an art class because you're like, oh, he does a really good sun and he does some class. <laughs> he was like... He was a number... <laughs> he may have been a weatherman, but he could have, like, majored in art. Absolutely. He, yeah, he could have been up there with Bob Ross. Bob Ross, that's his name. I was trying to remember his name. <laughs> he's he's had a... Minus the... He, yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say, he's had a huge comeback, eh? Bob Ross, it's like uh, anybody who smokes pot apparently is in a big uh, love affair with Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross, his picture is on, like, T-shirts and, like, buttons and stickers, and it's all over the place right now. Yeah, but he just started out as, like, a PBS, uh, um, you know, like, just one of those PBS guys, he wasn't. A, well, I remember watching him as a kid, and I just thought, okay, this guy's kind of neat. All of a sudden, he does three uh, strokes of his brush, and it's a mountain and five trees. It's like, holy cow! <laughs> I think everybody fell in love with the fro, right? I mean, this guy had the best fro, uh, other than uh, I believe it was the drummer for Boston had the best fro. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was pretty well known for that for sure. It was. Yeah, it's it's quite. It became his. Yeah, his look was that big fro and and uh, and yeah, it was his soft, soothing voice. He had that voice. <laughs> it, <laughs> he had a voice like you know those. Um, now maybe you didn't know. Remember back? Oh God, I'm dating myself here again. Remember, like in the early '80s, there was those and um, <clears throat> those adult uh, lines you could call adult lines you could call yeah 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 okay I, I, i've heard of them i haven't and, used them but <laughs> uh-huh i think you're the one who passed it on to me <laughs> okay and what, what what do you remember you used to somebody on that line used to sound like bob ross well i think bob ross yeah i it was like it was like a sex line <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and somehow you would call in and you get a guy that sounded like Bob Ross. <laughs> hey, I danced with the man. It could have been the same guy on the phone. <laughs> I'll see you Wednesday. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm going to body paint you. <laughs> oh my God. Do you, do you remember those? Like, Okay, and maybe it was just me, man. I'm like, a, I sound like a like a sex perverted animal on this thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Are you? You're not talking about that guy that used to be on late night, like on the club. You know, when you get back after the clubs, the guy was like, "Hey, do you want to meet up with hot?" Is that the one? That's uh, honestly, was that on like on city TV and stuff like late at night? Yeah, he, and he would kind of come on and he. He'd have this really high pitched voice, and he was like a loser, or he he came off as a loser. And he's like, "Are you someone who wants to meet?" And then he'd have all these girls come around him, and he'd say, "Call the party now." Is that what you're thinking? No, I thought that guy was the. Um... Oh my god, was it like Johnny something? Wasn't he an Asian guy? He was on a big boat. Johnny John Wu, or oh my god, how do I not remember this? Yeah, remember he was like, oh, remember he had like a um, like a like a real estate not a scam, but he was um like on a big boat surrounded by many many beautiful lady, and you can be like me if you only call now. Or remember I that? Don't guy? remember that? Guy? No, no, you're not thinking of Come on. you're not thinking of Doctor Ho. No, Doctor Ho. No, he he pushed that. He he was legit. That guy. <laughs> He's the, that guy's trying to help people. This other guy was. Remember, he had like um. Oh my God! How do you not remember him? I want to say like again. We need a fucking fact. Okay, check. I'm gonna check it right now. I've got my I got my phone here. What am I checking? Uh, uh, dirty videos late at night. <laughs> oh my God! That list will be so long. <laughs> I think his name was Johnny Wu or Vu. Hmm. You don't remember this guy? Not at he all. Was on I'm, a I'm looking right now as we speak, as I, I'm prepared this time. Johnny Wu. I'm going to try that. Uh, there's a Johnny Wu. He was late. Right? No. Johnny Wu. No. Johnny Wong. How about, no, how about Johnny V.U.? Johnny, like Johnny, Johnny V.U. Okay, let's try that one. Okay. Um, Johnny VU. Uh, there's a Johnny VD, but I think that's something different. 
I think I'm, I'm sure people are riveted by us searching <laughs> online right now. Johnny Vu. No, he's a TikTok creator who's gained fame on TikTok. That's the only Johnny Vu that comes no. up anymore. Yeah, that can't be this guy because. <laughs> You seriously don't remember this guy? I don't. I'm sorry. I, I remember, like I said, I remember the guy that you'd come over to the nightclubs and he would always be dressed up like he was going to a nightclub and he'd try to entice you to call his 1-800 number. And I remember Dr. Ho, who had the back thing. That's all I remember. You don't remember this guy. He was, oh my God, he was on a boat surrounded by many beautiful ladies, he used to say. Yeah. And if you call this number, you could be like me. You don't remember this guy? No, no I'm going to say. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so next week I'm going to do more research and figure out who the heck you're talking about because uh, you've, you've, you've stumped me. But if anybody is listening and knows what Chris uh, is talking about, please message and say, Chris, yes, I remember this was Johnny or whoever. Yeah, you, you got me, man. I, I can't even find him in Google. I'm. Well, I think – Oh my God. Um, yeah, please put it in the comments people. And, um, yeah, again, I mean, this is probably driving people nuts because if we don't have the answers, then we just look like amateurs. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. hundred percent. Right. I, I, I've looked, but I, again, it, the name has got to be uh, different than what you're saying because I looked up Johnny Wu, Johnny Vu and, uh, and it came up with nothing. Maybe it's Jimmy. All right, Jimmy Woo. <laughs> we need some music while I – can you put some uh, background music, you know, when you go on hold so I can check stuff? Ja, Jimmy – We need, like, the Jeopardy. We need, like, the Jeopardy theme. Oh, right that's now. good. Yeah, Jimmy Woo, no. No. Uh, he's a DJ. No, that's not him. No, I can't find anybody, but All right, that's it. This conversation's over. I'm okay. All right. Next on people who have passed away sadly this week, and, I, and we already mentioned him quickly, but Prince Philip has passed away at 99. I was hoping he would make 100. I was really pushing for him. I did too, because yeah, when you when you look at his, uh, he he was born 1921, died 2021. But can you imagine the life that guy has had? Oh yeah. Have you ever watched The Crown? He had a heck of a life. Yeah, no, I haven't watched The Crown. But oh yeah, my I mean, God, watch The Crown, man! That's a great show. It's got like, it's really, it's it's pretty. Like, you know what? I, I've never been a really big royal follower, but this show is pretty interesting about how they uh, is. From what I understand, it's pretty accurate. To, it, it touches on a lot of stuff that is history based, and 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 you know, you can check with facts. The behind the closed door stuff, yeah, I kind of wonder about, right? Like, how do you know that? Prince Charles, uh, pardon me, uh, Prince Philip and, and the Queen were doing this behind closed doors. Like, who knows, right? No, but apparently with the crown, um, Netflix got like the royal family's permission to oh. do this show. Oh, so they were involved in it somehow? Well, they were kind of like the fact checkers. They just made sure that you know the royal family was okay with the things presented in the story oh okay interesting uh, yeah you you should you should try it if you if you're looking for something that's that's really well done i think it was their, i think it was netflix most expensive series and you know who was in the in the last season and it blew me away and when you see her you won't believe it but the girl that was uh, jillian anderson from the x-files 
You mean it wasn't Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> it was Jillian Anderson playing um, Margaret Thatcher. Holy crap. Yeah, you, you got to look up an image to see how much she looked like her and how well she did her voice. I don't know if you remember Margaret Thatcher all that well. I, it took me a bit. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like dead on. It was it was really good. Now, did she manage to say the word Mulder or UFO at all? <laughs> no, you know what? I don't think she got that in there. No, no, she didn't. <laughs> I mean, they should have really wrote that into the script somehow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> For those fans of X-Files, they should have just had her say at least Mulder or, yeah. you know, UFO at one time. Or at least, you know, say the truth is out there. <laughs> I mean, oh, as Margaret Thatcher, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, I would have liked that. See, we should be we should be writing these shows more. <laughs> You're right. We really should. Yeah, I, I'm not, a, as I said, I'm not a huge fan of the Royals, but I could write a hell of a fiction for sure. But yeah, apparently The Crown is very good, and uh, I know quite a bit of people who watch it, and apparently it's fantastic, so and I'm yeah, maybe I should watch it. Yep, I am one of them. I have watched it from beginning to end. Thoroughly entertaining. Recommend it. When this podcast is over, whoever is listening, whoever you are, go, <laughs> go and put on The Crown, whoever you are, and just give it a chance. It's fantastic. If you like history, if you like a well-done series, it's got my check on that one. It's got the mole seal of approval. Exactly. Cha-ching. Nicely done, sir. <laughs> but back, yeah, Prince Philip, yeah. So 99, that's pretty sad. I, I know a lot of people. And you know what? I was thinking about this, too, because obviously with the, the pandemic, you know, they usually have their big um, uh, march, you know, where they have the carriage and, and, and the coffin go down. I wonder if they'll be able to do that now because of COVID. I wonder if they're, you know... That's a big thing for them to have the proper royal uh, funeral. I think they'll make it work somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope so. Because, yeah, it, he's the longest reigning. Um, what do they call him? A cohort, I think, is what they call him. Right. Isn't that what the, isn't that when, when you're the queen's uh, you're not you're not royalty. You're, you're the you know, the wife or whatever it is. That's what you are, isn't it? The, the cohort. I'm not sure. I don't. Again, I don't follow the Royals very much. Well, so I'm looking I'm it up positive. right now. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, we have a fact checker. I'm checking. I'm checking what he was called. Yeah, he was an extraordinary man. Yeah, he, that's Holy what he right. was. Yeah, he he was. And you know, I, interesting fact about him too. He the, he was the um, he was considered a uh, a, a prince of uh, Greece. That was his background. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. And now, the, I'm, hmm? and now I'm less interested. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was her. He was her um, royal cohort, longest her serving royal. consort. Yeah, he was the longest serving. I was pronouncing it wrong, but it's consort. He was the longest serving consort of a reigning British monarch. And the longest lived male member of the British royal family. Pretty good, eh? No, I think you said that perfectly. 
You read it exactly like uh, Wikipedia said. (laughs) (laughs) You read that perfectly. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no. So that's, that's, yeah, that's definitely a a rough week for, for, uh, you know, a few of them were, were, you and I were big fans of, I, I, I respect Prince Philip, but I, I don't think I was a fan of his. Like, I don't really know much more about him other than his military and et cetera career, but yeah. So very, very sad week for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, along with the, again, sorry, for those who do not know, we are in a province wide lockdown again for the third time since this whole thing started. Very frustrating. Yes. Third time. Yeah, it's not frustrating. It's just, I don't even know how to describe it anymore. I'm very not pleased with the whole situation. I see. I see. Yes. I'm with you. I get it. Yeah. I, I, yeah it, it's sad because when you, when you know that you're doing what you believe you can and you, you know, you think that everybody's sort of on board with trying to get through this and then all of a sudden you see the news and there's like all people, like people just, you know, going out and, and wandering malls and then they come out without anything in their hand. I'm like, well, what was the point of going to the mall? If you, if you, <laughs> you went to the mall and you came out with nothing. So you were just wandering around the mall. Like what the heck is that? I guess maybe people are just so sick of being cooped up. They just go, I got to get out, you know, just for my own mental health. Uh, I get that. You know, it's tough. I saw a thing where I think it was blog to and it said that Doug Ford is unpleased with people shopping at malls, but Doug Ford government refuses to close malls. Oh yeah. Yeah. Again, this is where it's very frustrating because there's so many different, like nothing is ever made clear. It feels to me like when he puts, you know, I don't know if it's just him that, that, you know, puts a stamp of approval on these things that he puts out, but it's never really clear what you can do, what you can't do. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's annoying. It's frustrating, right? It's frustrating. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah, huge frustration. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, but you're right. Yeah, that, that, that's – well, a lot of the world is actually starting to come out of it. So Canada is is definitely falling behind with uh, getting the vaccine out there because it sounds like England is starting to get back to normal uh, any, any, anytime I see anything online for the States, it, look, well, it looks like they've been pretty normal for most of it. They've had a lot of uh, deaths, but they seem to be living their lives pretty normally by the looks of it. Yeah. I think we're lagging behind in getting the vaccine, but I, I mean, I don't even want to talk about COVID. I, I'm just so tired of it. Like yeah. it just seems like it's gone on forever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that for sure. No. It's, it's, it's sad that we even have to be so, you know, discussing this. It's almost, it's past a year now. So. And there's people still, I mean, you see them all the time. They're not wearing their masks. I mean, at least not over the nose and it's just, I, I, I'm just so tired of it. I, I mean, if people aren't getting the message by now, I mean, if, if I were Dr. Davila or if I was Doug Ford, I would just get, I'm surprised these people, like I'm just waiting for the day one of them snaps live on television (laughs) because I mean, they've been saying the same message for over a year and people still aren't getting it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's really, and it's gotta be exhausting on them for sure. You know, when you're trying to do, you, you think they have the best interest of the people 
in, in mind. And they, they put these reports out every week and et cetera. And you see the numbers continue to go up and you're like, what, what is going on? Like, what is nobody listening anymore? Or like, I, I, I think I've told you, uh, I work in an environment where we do deal with the public and we have signs all over the place. Do not enter curbside. People walk right in. Hey, how you? <laughs> it's like, well, that was served no purpose because you're supposed to be at the curb and you come in just to, I don't know what, but yeah, it happens all day. Like some people are just oblivious to it. And then you're telling them, put your mask up. And you know, it's, I guess it's just, like I said, I, I think a lot of people are just at their wits end and they think they don't really know what, because there's no, you can't, I don't know how easy it is for you, but I can't seem to find anything online that says you can go into this place. You can't like it's broken down basic, you know, you can go into a, a dollar store, but you can't go into this aisle now. But before you, I didn't know where you could go in and out. It wasn't super clear. Yeah. I don't think the government's made it entirely clear as to what, okay, here's an example. So the Toronto district school board, is closed, but then you have school boards around the area like Peel and Halton and York, and they're open. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So they're on the news saying that, yes, the spread is happening through schools, but then we're only going to close the Toronto school board. Like, what is the deal with that? Well, I think it's because each of them has their own board of health or whatever it is, right? So Toronto can say... They can veto what Doug Ford says, I'm guessing, because, yeah, I, I have people at my work that some are in Toronto, so their kids had to be yanked out on the one day. And people in Durham, their kids were still going right till today. Yeah, but if, it, if the government is saying it's spreading through the school system, then why not shut it, why not shut it all down? Again, I think it's because, like, different areas, like, uh, as you probably know, uh, Toronto, where I am, I'm in Toronto, we were still considered gray and Durham was red. And I think we're, we're north of Durham or Peel, it was red. So I think what happens is because if there's a, a, a greater chance of infection in certain areas, then that board of health has to say, okay, lock this, lock this area down. But Durham, their numbers don't seem to show any kind of spread in the schools there. So they keep it open. I'm guessing I'm, but isn't a school, a school, a school, a school, a school? It is, but I think if they see that there's no real spread, then I think they have to make a call. Like Doug Ford does Ontario, and he says, this is what we recommend. And then the, the local board of health. So, like I said, if Toronto is finding that there's a, there is a, a significant increase in numbers, they go, okay, we have to. And then Durham makes their assessment of the school, and they say, well, we're really not seeing the numbers go up in our school, so we're going to keep it open. I, I don't know. I, to me, it doesn't make any sense. So so you're saying like restaurants are closed in Toronto. Then aren't Toronto people just going to go to the surrounding areas and dine in? Or I, dine I, think, out yeah, or, I think that's what's happening. I, I think that's a that's a big problem. Yeah, I think that that is exactly what's happening. I think that people in the city will, will say, OK, and, and that's the funny thing, too. Funny in a sad way. But so. You, you know the area pretty well. So let's say GTA ends at um, the Scarborough Pickering border, right? So if I live in the Scarborough Pickering border and I'm on the Scarborough side, but I can cross 
the street basically. So if I, if I was on this side living here, but I cross the street and there's a restaurant over there, I can cross the street and go to a restaurant and sit down and have a meal or whatever. On this side, the restaurant's closed. <laughs> like that, that's crazy. To me, it makes no sense. And I, I think the government has to do something about it, but that's just me. Well, I know that a lot of people are frustrated and I, and I feel for them for sure. If you had a small business trying to handle, you know, the ups and downs, like you buy supplies and then you're thinking you're going to open and then you close, that's got to be like, these people can't be sleeping. I'm guessing like if, if you had a small business, there's no way you'd be, you'd be able to like sleep a good night's sleep anymore. Cause you'd be like on edge. It's horrible. Yeah. I don't know how small businesses, I mean, they've been protesting. There's online protests you can sign to say, Hey, for government. I just don't know what they can do. No, no, I, I agree. And that's, that's, and that's again, another thing where they haven't made it super clear saying that uh, a small restaurant or a small business is a greater spreader than uh, a giant Walmart where there's, you know, like I've been during the first round of the pandemic, I'd go down and check out little small businesses to try and support them. And they were like only two or three people in maybe four and then people would wait outside. I felt a lot safer in that small little, uh, you know, variety store or little whatever it was, right? Compared to walking to Walmart and I'm like on a wall of people. It's like, this doesn't make any sense at all. I hear you, brother. Hey, we got about 30 seconds here. Uh, I just wanted to give people a heads up that the Gift of Gab will be hosting a third party next week. Uh, special guests. I don't want to give away who, but uh, please continue to listen, and we will have a special guest next week. Yes, yes, we will be. I'll be doing ventriloquism. <laughs> Live on the radio. <laughs> Live on the radio. Yeah, so big, yeah, big, big, uh, big surprise next week. Somebody that uh, we all we all know very well, and he's got a lot of stories to tell us, so I'm hoping he's available for next week. We don't want to be selling something we can't get, but definitely. We will get a hold of him, and we will make it happen. Excellent. All right, brother. Well, you have yourself a good night, sir. You as well, sir. Yes, happy Friday, and uh, enjoy your weekend. And we will uh, touch base again next week with our special guest. All right, going into episode number five next week. So uh, continue to listen, and we appreciate you as always. Uh, so a good night from the Gift of Gap. Cheers. Have a good one. Have a good night, brother. Yeah, you too. Bye.